This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome to another quick shot episode of Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the evening. I am Anthony, or you can call me Dude if you're bad with names. I'm cool with that also. Uh, how's everybody doing tonight? Have a seat. Let's sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is that I end up doing this episode. Actually, I know what I'm going to end up doing, but you don't, so uh, joke's on you. So, as usual, we got to start off with this podcast with the drink recipe for the episode. Drink special. This one comes off of mixthatdrink.com. They call this one the evil tongue. Ooh, well, it sounds scary, but it's really not. Uh, according to them, the evil tongue cocktail is a beautiful translucent green, and it tastes like citrus and melon. What more could you want from a drink? And how? You, uh, and they also go on to say, this is not as sweet as your typical Midori drink. The citrus notes are also a bit stronger than the melons, so it's one of those few drink recipes where the Midori doesn't dominate everything. The tartiness in the drink matches the sweetness, giving it a great balance. Now, what you need to make this drink is one and a half ounces of gin, one ounce of Midori, a splash of sour mix, and a splash of 7-Up. Fill a shaker with ice, pour everything in, shake the shit out of it, Strain the mixture into a martini glass. And it looks like you know, apple tea. I mean, it's a green drink in a martini glass. It doesn't say anything about uh, putting garnishments on it, but if you want to put a uh, lemon or a lime on there, I'm sure it wouldn't go amiss. So that is how you make the evil tongue. And uh, if you guys try it out, let me know what you think about it. Email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. And... Uh, if you want to contact me about any damn thing that you ever feel like, uh, email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com, or catch up with me on Facebook and Instagram, Hey Bartender Podcast, on both social medias. So, like I said in the last uh, Quick Shot episode, it is my birthday month, the month of November, so I'm going to talk about whatever I damn well feel like it. Well, it's mostly stuff that I used to just kill time with whenever talking to customers, because customers ask you a lot of questions, and sometimes you tell tell them something personal about yourself. I don't really uh, suggest it, but sometimes you might want to entertain them with a little personal story of yours that uh, you know they might enjoy or completely rock their world apart. In this case, uh, this this was something that rocked the world apart of a lot of people. Now, I've never talked about this on this show before. But there's been this TikTok trend that's going around. This one girl postulated a question, postulated, wow, very grown-up word. Uh, she postulated a question about, has anybody ever had any bad experiences with celebrities? Now, uh, some of these people have a long list of people that they had a bad experience with. And uh, I'm no different. Uh, well, except my list isn't all that long. But my favorite story that I like to t uh, talk about took place in seventh grade. Now, uh, my school, along with like two or three other schools, uh, we were all cast to be in a commercial for a local department store, Fred Meyer. 
and uh, this was in the in Oregon. And uh, when we were cast into it, we were basically brought into this high school uh, and told decorate it, make it look like a school dance. That's all we were told. So they gave us a whole bunch of decorations. We could uh, do whatever we wanted with it. And they told us bring two sets of clothes, one that you would normally wear to school and one set of clothes that you would wear at a school dance. Now, uh, I'm going to post the YouTube video to Hey Bartender Podcast uh, uh, Facebook page so you guys can actually see it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm leading up. I'm trying to bring up drama here, people, of uh, who the celebrity was that I met. So most of that day we spent uh, trying to make this gymnasium look like a school dance. And uh, once we got that all sorted out, we had nothing to do. Craft services table uh, didn't really have much. I guess they didn't expect most of us kids to be there. I don't think much of us ate anything that day. We were just hanging around the school. And the beginning part of the school, uh, beginning part of the commercial that they decided to film was during the day. And the commercial went like this. This guy really likes this girl in his school. And uh, so he goes, uh, goes home to his mom and says, Hey mom, do you think we can go get some new clothes? She goes, sure. Why? And he saw oh, it's just for a stupid school dance. And if, when you watch the commercial, when I post it on uh, social media, you'll see that it, he's wearing a very 80s sweater, a Cosby sweater. And uh, uh, then eventually the, the commercial goes into the school dance where he just happens to accidentally bump into the girl of his dreams and asks her to dance. And she says, I like your sweater. And they dance the night away and you hear the, uh, uh, you hear the, uh, lo- the, catchphrase or logo or whatever of the uh of fred meyer now uh i didn't know anybody from anybody that was in there uh, except for my own classmates i think the only reason why uh my school was casted for that uh, particular commercial was that uh one of the she, she wasn't a main uh, she wasn't the main girl in the commercial. But she was a friend of the main girl in the commercial. And uh, so our school got invited along with a couple others. And so we spent a lot of time uh, since there was a lot of downtime during the time where they were filming the beginning part and then getting uh, the camera set up for the end part. And we didn't really know anybody from anybody. So we decided to go around and start meeting people. That's pretty much what you do when you're in a crowded room with nothing to do, right? So this is my only ex- first and only experience of actually working on some kind of production set. I've, you know, I've never worked in the movies. I've never done anything, any TV. This commercial would be the only thing on my IMDb page if I had one. So... Uh, me and my friends, uh, were just wandering around talking to other people. And we noticed there's this one guy that was standing off by himself. And so a group of us guys and girls, we went over to go talk to him and, uh, we said, Hey, what's your name? 
And the guy gets this really annoyed look in his face, looks down at the ground, takes a deep breath. <sighs> Leonardo, any more questions? And we're like, okay, asshole. Okay, so we're not going to talk to you anymore. So we basically let him be and walked away from him. Yes, uh, as if there are that many people in the 20th century named Leonardo, that was Leonardo DiCaprio that we met. And that pretty much set the bar on uh, how I felt about that guy from that point on. Now, at that time, I he wasn't anything. He was just a goofy kid doing commercials. And he hadn't even uh, gotten a bit part in the sitcom yet. And, uh, you know, and, but as we were driving, my parents were driving me away that night after the whole commercial was over, they sent us home. I noticed there's this Winnebago that was larger than most houses where that he was stepping into. And I thought, dear God, you know, this, does this kid do more than commercials? This has he done movies that I've never seen before. And I, but since he treated us so poorly, uh, I, uh, I pretty much said, no, well, he's an asshole. So, you know, whatever, um, couple, uh, shortly after that, he got, uh, he got himself a job on a TV show called parenthood. Uh, I watched one or two episodes of it and wasn't because it was based off the movie with Steve Martin. I didn't really watch it. Then after that move, that show got canceled. He got a part at, in one of the final seasons of growing pains. And I didn't watch that, uh, because I just, uh, I, I was tired of growing pains by that point in time anyway. But when his career started to take off, I pretty much, uh, like, like I said, him being uh, so such a jerk to us, going Leonardo. Any more questions? Uh, we didn't. We didn't know him from a hole in the wall. You know, he was just another kid that went to one of the schools. How were we supposed to know? And so, when his career started to take off, I sat back and said, "I'm not going to go see it. I know how that guy is in real life, and I, it's going to be hard for me to let go of how he treated us." and to be able to watch anything that he is in. And to this day, to this day, I have never seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I've never seen Titanic. I've never seen any of Wolf of Wall Street. I've never seen any of his movies. All because it's really tough for me to sit back and uh, think, that guy was a complete prick to us. And I... I I can't support him. No, it's, it's not going to happen. And, uh, which I, you know, at the time being, uh, young and, uh, you know, being arrogant as I was, uh, back then I sat back and said, there's no way in hell that I'm going to watch anything he is. Cause he is an asshole. And then I, I, at one point I heard that he was actually offered the role of Anakin Skywalker for star Wars. And I thought, well, if that was a close call, because then I wouldn't have, wouldn't be able to watch Star Wars. The funny thing about this, uh, though, is uh, I was telling this to my bar customers uh, one night because I w went to uh, went over to my friend's house for dinner, 
and her whole family was over there. It it was a common occurrence for her uh, family to invite me uh, over to their house for big family functions, whether it be birthdays or holiday celebrations, whatever. It, it was fairly common at the time because we were good friends. And uh, at one point, I think I was making fun of Justin Timberlake and uh, uh, my friend's brother, who was I was also friends with, he and I were talking about it. And then, because uh, I couldn't at the time see, you know, what's what's the big deal about Justin Timberlake? Uh, I just don't see it. And she's like, he can beatbox. And I says, so what? He can spit. And that, because unfortunately, I'm one of those people that doesn't think that beatboxing is a talent. Some people do. I won't hold it against you. That's just my opinion. But then she, uh, her dad, my friend, also mentioned that she has a huge crush. Uh, she Well, she, he mentioned that she has a huge crush on Justin Timberlake and Leonardo DiCaprio. And I just blurted out, oh, I met him once. And she went, oh, you did? And I said, yeah, he was a real prick. He, he was a dick to all of us. And I thought she was going to cry. I thought I completely destroyed her world. I thought, you know, I thought, oh my God, I, you know, I've just completely broke this girl's heart because she was in her early teens at the time. I've just completely broke this girl's heart and, you know, just completely shattered everything that she believes in. But, you know, I was being truthful. I mean, to me, he was being a dick to us on that Fred Meyer commercial. But shortly after, uh, after a while, I started sitting back thinking, uh, you know, maybe he's grown up. Maybe that was just him, teenager, you know, new to the new to the industry. Thing, you know, I'm going to be a big star, which he did end up being. I will admit, and uh, so uh, he th- didn't want to talk to the little people. And I thought maybe maybe he's grown up by now. Maybe he's nicer. Maybe he's uh, doing a lot of uh, uh, you know because people do change over time. Most of the time. But then I started hearing stories uh, through the grapevine of people who actually do work in Hollywood and say, no, they basically say, oh, no, he's uh, still the prick that you remember. Because I'd tell them the same story. Uh, Because I guess one of the funnier things, him and I think it was three other guys, it was like him, Tobey Maguire, uh, the guy from Entourage, and somebody else, they all decided to, they wanted to make a biopic about themselves and, uh, you know, to show people what they are really like in, uh, and then one night they were sitting there watching the dailies going, holy shit, we cannot release this. No, we can't because we are complete assholes. And, uh, and I still hear stories, uh, even from TikTok. Uh, people said that they ran into Leonardo DiCaprio and he still pulls the card of, excuse me, but do you know who I am? And personally, if he came up to me and said, do you know who I am? I'd say, probably say ugly all day, but, um, uh, that I would entertain my bar customers by telling them that story. And they, you know, some of them were like, come on, you know, he's, he's a good actor that I, I, uh, he did a really good job in what's eating Gilbert Grape playing, uh, a kid with mental deficiencies. And I, then I'd make jokes saying that he, he was typecasted and, uh, but I, it would entertain my customers, uh, when I would tell that story because, 
I guess I would really get into it and really uh, uh, have this passionate hate hatred towards him. In fact, in uh, in fact, this is this is kind of funny funny story. My customers uh, when the new millennium started January first, twenty twenty. Or uh, twenty uh, January first, twenty two thousand. Uh, they all decided it would be fun to have a celebrity death watch, and who is going to be the first celebrity to pass away in the new millennium? And the funny thing about it was they uh, uh, the guy that came up with the idea decided to come up with the rules on how how it worked, and he just finished watching Fight Club. And really, really, really enjoyed it. So the first rule of Celebrity Death Watch was nobody ever talks about Celebrity Death Watch. Okay, that uh, I uh, I made fun of him about it for a little while. I was just like, okay, dude, you got to stop watching Fight Club. He worked at the video store across the way from us. And I can't knock him too much because he knocked off a lot of late fees that I had. But, um, yeah, in fact, probably close to a couple hundred bucks. Anyway. I just had a hard time returning videos on time. So, um, during this time, I, uh, I had told everybody that I was in that commercial and everybody, uh, was already had been entertained that I hated the guy, uh, all because I, I met him and he, uh, he was a, a dick to us. So, um, uh, when the celebrity death watch thing came up, uh, they, they, everybody was making their choices and there. Everybody's sitting there thinking really hard. Okay. Who's really old right now. Okay. Who, uh, uh, who haven't we heard from in a really long time? There was even a long list, uh, of times where people would sit back and say, uh, this person, and I'm going, Nope, they're already, already dead. And they go, damn it. Or how about this person? Nope. Sorry. Already dead. Uh, damn it. Okay. Who's next. And, uh, at one point, I thought it was funny. Uh, not that I ever would uh, do any harm to anybody. Uh, but when the Celebrity Death Watch thing came up, you had to put 20 bucks in. So I walked up to the Celebrity Death Watch, and I threw down my 20 bucks, and I said, Leonardo DiCaprio. And then they looked at me, and they said, you can't kill him. And I said, and I took my 20 bucks back and said, all right, never mind. I didn't. Uh, I, would, I would never kill anybody. That didn't absolutely deserve it, and he doesn't. So, uh, but, uh, I, I don't remember who the celebrity that did die that ended up winning, uh, the customer that ended up winning the, uh, winning the pot, but it was a name that I didn't really know at the time. So, you know, good for her. Uh, I'm not, the, not the person that died, the one that won the pool. But uh, the fact that everybody already, <laughs> uh, when I decided to blurt out the name Leonardo DiCaprio, all of a sudden everybody's like, "No, you can't kill him." And it's like, oh, "Okay, fine, never mind." Uh, it just they're good friends, and uh, it, they knew it was a joke. And for all you people out there, it's a joke. Uh, you know, he's free to go do all the stuff that I'm not able to do and uh, make the movies. Uh, that he feels like and date the supermodels that I'll never be in the, even in the presence of, uh, you know, so he won't have any, he won't have any problem from me, but still absolutely. Uh, I am telling the absolute truth. I have never watched any of the movies that he's been in. No, I have never watched Titanic. 
and I don't ever plan to. I've never sat down to watch anything that he's been in just because I met the guy. Now, I know celebrities out there can be real pricks uh, in real life, but I don't know that. They make a good movie, but I actually do know that about Leonardo DiCaprio, and I would tell people that all the time. People, uh, all my bar customers, they, oh, I just watched uh, Titanic. What a beautiful movie. Are you going to see it? Nope. Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. I don't watch his movies. Or uh, another friend of mine, she was like, uh, but he was great in Basketball Diaries. and Or, uh, you know, one movie that I came close to watching just because I'm a Tom Hanks fan was catch me if you can. Now you guys are probably noticing right now that, uh, I say how much I hate Leonardo DiCaprio yet. I seem to know the name of majority of the movies that he's been in. Well, when you hate somebody, you, uh, tend people just tend to tell you all the stuff that they've been in. And some of it sticks in your head. Uh, but I almost watched catch me if you can, because it was, I was at a bar one night and playing the mega touch machine that's sitting on the bar and I got the high score for the month. And the prize for the high score on that certain game for that month was DVD copy of Catch Me If You Can. And that starred Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. I s had it in my DVD collection for the longest time. Never, ever opened. Because I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm a, And I'm a Tom Hanks fan. I admire that guy. Uh, going from being... Uh, a small time actor to doing sitcoms, to doing blockbuster movies, to being who he is today, which is probably one of Hollywood's most sought after actors to play well, biopics pretty much lately on, you know, like you've seen lately, Mr. Rogers or Walt Disney or, you know, uh, captain something anyway. Um, but I couldn't bring myself to watch Catch Me If You Can, and I think that DVD ended up in my father's collection because I just couldn't watch it. And he, I think he ended up watching it, and he says, are you sure? It's a pretty good movie. And I said, yeah, yeah sorry, just can't do it. And yeah, it's funny because I can separate actors from different roles that they play. Uh, I mean, if uh, somebody asked me to watch... Uh, Oh, let's, well, the easiest one that I can remember right now is Nathan Fillion in Buffy, the vampire slayer. He played a very, very evil guy. I mean, biggest bad there was on the show to wrap up the series and he was scary, but then I go and watch firefly and see him as, uh, you know, the ship's captain, smart ass loss of passion but he's still strong and you know i i'm able to separate that and you know i i was told to hate caleb the role he played in buffy the vampire slayer but i loved the character malcolm reynolds the character he played in firefly huge firefly fan and uh but after meeting the real leonardo dicaprio i just can't stomach him i will not support him just because it's my right to yeah that's basically what it breaks down to it's my right to hate him so anyway 
I used to tell my bar customers that story all the time. And some of them got a laugh out of it. And, but I tried not to tell the story all too much just because one, I didn't want to bore people with it. And two, I didn't want to be redundant. And, uh, three, well, at the time I was worried about it getting out into public and then getting in trouble, but now I'm doing, on, uh, going to doing it on a podcast. So I guess I'm not that worried about that anymore. I'm sure, I'm sure he gets, uh, uh, people telling him that how big of a jerk he is constantly, most probably mostly from the uh, hot supermodels that he breaks up with. Anyway, that's enough about that rant about Leonardo DiCaprio. Hopefully, after oh god, how long has it been? Four, uh, 30 years, I can finally let it go. This has been very therapeutic for me. So, anyway, people, it is last call, last call for alcohol for this quick shot episode of Hey Bartender podcast. Hey guys, remember it, this is uh, November, it is my birthday month. Uh, I turned 45 this month, this year, uh, or no, 44, 44. Yeah, I turned 44 this month, this year. Um, drop me a line on Facebook, heybartenderpodcast.com. Drop me a line on Instagram, heybartenderpodcast. And, uh, or email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. Or you can uh, snail mail me something. I don't care. P.O. Box 12148, Odessa, Texas, 79768. Anything would be greatly appreciated. This uh, 2020 thing uh, really brought me down. Uh, and you guys have really done a great job of uh, keeping me from actually losing my mind. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to be a part of Hey Bartender Podcast, all you have to do is just let me know. Message me through social media or dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. I love having guests on this show. Or even if you want your music to have a little bit of airtime, I'd love to help you out. So anyway, people, as usual, lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness. And don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's let's go? I just got here!